0: Welcome back to the Liquor Release Ladies podcast. Stop laughing, Erin! I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Jill Ashley, and our friend of like 25 years, along with Jill and I, Erin. Well, we will not mention the last name in case we humiliate her today, unless she wants to. <laughs> we but would
1: never do that. But
0: Jill, why did we decide to interview Erin today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think it's like an interview. I think we're having a virtual girl's happy hour because we miss our happy hour times with our girlfriends. Totally.
0: Totally. So we're on Zoom right now.
1: We can all see each other in our glory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all have different different drinks today. And um, Jill, uh, well, I'm drinking Tito's and like Cascade Ice, which is like a natural cranberry pomegranate flavored sparkling water.
1: And Jill, what are you drinking? I am having a margarita with zero cal margarita mix. And Aaron, what are you drinking? I am having a margarita with full calories. Oh.
0: <laughs> 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 how, you, you taught me how fully to. Fully loaded with all the calories. <laughs> yeah, you taught me how to make an awesome
1: margarita. Oh my God. The best. I Thank find you. the
0: whole lime in there. Well, I mm-hmm. was using
1: the same mix that you are using, Erin, but I ran out of that one. So now I had to go resort to the zero calorie. It's not the same. Not the, the same. same. Yeah. we, we need t- all the cows. We talked about Erin. All Arian- the cows for the cows. Arian. I said, Erin,
0: this is how buzz I already am. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Aaron on a previous podcast where we had our margarita uh, day on Margarita Day. And so this yes. is that Erin. That and I almost didn't mention your name there because I didn't want to humiliate you, but <laughs> um, but now we're drinking again because we're in quarantine and we have no other choice.
1: We have no other choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Since you're in quarantine, all there is to do is drink,
1: Seriously. eat, drink,
0: eat, snack all day. I have gained a little bit of weight during this. We all have. We all snacking, have nervous snacking. I don't know what it is. So I reached out to Jill. And I was like, "Dear God, help me! Like, do so- do something." So Jill is now sending me workout videos to do every day that I have to keep up with. And I did one today, and it was actually really good. I can tell I'm going to be sore.
1: I was all out of breath and sweating and everything. So I think it's going to be good for me. But in between you're working out, she's texting me, <laughs> I, and I'm texting everything I'm drinking. I, I, no, I mean, I'm texting everything I'm eating, eating, eating. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: So I'm trying to I'm trying to be good because I can't come come rolling out of this quarantine. I've got to be fit. I mean, I'm turning fifty during this quarantine, and I want to. And Aaron's birthday is literally a day before mine, so like we're having a par- a virtual yep. party. But she's younger. She's a yes. lot younger. So <laughs>
1: so there's I, more to celebrate. Yeah, I'm turning,
0: 50. <laughs> I'm turning fifty, and I'm not going down like this. Shape <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, before. <laughs> <laughs> Before I start you I have 20 days to lose some weight during this quarantine. And this probably drink isn't helping, but I don't care. I'm just happy to be with my girls. I'm happy to be talking. I
1: think we should all say what is the best and worst thing about this quarantine.
0: All right. But first, but let me just say this today. I really want to talk to Erin about because Erin is a single mom. She's beautiful. She's got her shit together. She has an awesome job. I'll let her tell you all about what that is. <laughs> but she does, you know, she dates, she's single, she dates, she has online dating. So I want to hear about what life is like right now with online dating during the quarantine and all that kind of stuff. So we'll be talking about all that stuff too. But Jill, I mean, Melissa and I talked a little bit last week about what we were doing during quarantine, but we didn't really hear what you were doing besides um, working out and probably having sex with your boyfriend. But just tell us what you did <laughs> during this quarantine and then we'll, we'll get to Aaron.
1: Okay so yes we have been having sex and we have been working out but i've been eating like shit i've been eating like shit I've been but married. i'm i'm turning a new leaf after i after tonight after my drink
0: i cannot <laughs> concentrate on work i can't concentrate on doing what i usually do like i am so obsessed with just researching the coronavirus and getting updates on that and seeing what everybody's doing and learning about the coronavirus and I just can't focus long enough to get shit done. I don't know, Erin, how you're doing it because you're working from home now, right? Tell us what you do yeah. and, and, and what you're having to do for work now. Being a single mom too. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pulling double duty. So I actually feel like I'm, well, I am. I'm, I'm working way more hours at home because the communication has to be there. For work. So we have a lot more Zoom meetings. We have a lot more emails, a lot more FaceTime calls, and it's, it's just constant. It's all day long. I wake Why up to it. I go to sleep while I'm homeschooling. Yeah. And so that's kind of been the biggest transition is trying to figure out a really good schedule. So what I do for work is I do interior design for a, uh, a global hospitality firm. And I've been there for about 18 years, and it's fabulous. It's very rewarding, and I love it. And I'm very grateful that I have the ability to work from home right now, that we are even being considered as essential employees at this point because, I don't know, in other cities, but in Las Vegas, the construction has not stopped. The development has not stopped. So the thought process behind that, the people who make that happen, like myself and everyone else in construction and development, we all still have to keep working. We still have our deadlines, uh, and if you don't make those deadlines, you know there are there are, uh, consequences to that. It, it, it adds cost to the project. So, I'm grateful that I'm able to work from home. But yeah, it's been it's been a struggle. It's been a little bit of a balance because the homeschool is intense. My son is in seventh grade, so he's got five different teachers. So we start in the morning, and he starts at 8 a.m., and then he spends his class time with each teacher, just as he would in the regular school day. And then he has assignments that are due before the end of the school day, and then he still has homework. And then on top of that, there's IT issues. So I feel like I'm, I'm IT. I'm mom. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I, I I wasn't prepared. That's the thing. Like, all of us were just thrown into this, yeah. you know? So. Uh, you know, he still needs a little bit of handholding because of, you know, certain things, technical issues and different things that happen. And I still have to keep on top of his assignments because he's a boy and he's just not really much of a self-starter. But, uh, you know, so we're now doing the classwork on top of the homework. And then on top of that, I'm trying to work. So it's been a balance of trying to create a schedule. And I have an office in my home. So I try to get up and I try to go to the office because if I'm sitting on the couch and the TV's there and the fridge is there, then it's mm-hmm. it's all too tempting <laughs> to be, be distracted. So yeah, it's been a it's my, been a challenge. My husband still goes to work every day, even though it's like him and his brother there right now, just to get away from the house so he doesn't have to deal with like the kids or whatever, because he can at least go on there, and go you know, he's still like we'll go on Instagram and <laughs> all that stuff. But he's <laughs> working, doing FaceTimes with people and stuff, but it's so hard to work from home because it's so chaotic here that it's like impossible, you know? So, you know, he's still, he's still going to his office, but so when you're there, kids are there and it's like, uh. Yeah. If I had little kids, it would be really hard to work from home because as you know, they need constant attention. Boys Boys are fucking all, sorry. Boys are freaking (laughs) always hungry. I feel like I should wear an apron all day. I'm like, I'm making breakfast. I'm making lunch. I'm making dinner. I'm making snacks. I'm like, Constantly feeding them, feeding myself, and it's like you know with teenage boys, like with CJ, it's like I'm hungry here. I'm I'm still hungry here. I'm still hungry. It's like go oh, fuck yourself, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it so much. I'm like I feel like I'm just constantly making food, and then I'm picking yeah. everything, and then I like I try to focus. I'm like, what's going on with the coronavirus? But I don't know how you how you're doing that. It is. It's like you said, I'm, I'm the mom. I'm the teacher. I'm the principal. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I'm the IT person. I'm the short order cook. I Still we're have doing, to be designer. We're doing FaceTimes. <laughs> we're doing face times with teachers and stuff and classwork. And Nick is like trying to leave the, te- you know, leave the computer screen while the teacher's trying to teach him like reading and comprehension and things like that. And he's like, you know, he can't sit still for that long. So he's like leaning to one side, leaning to the other side. I'm constantly pulling him, having to tickle him, grab his arm, like pay attention, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the other day he got done with um, one of his reading things. And then he like walked away from the computer. So I was still talking to his teacher for a minute. He left the room. So when I hung up with the teacher, I run downstairs and he was already out the back door at the end. Yeah, it was scary. So, I have to be on him 24 seven. So I'm just like worn out from all that. So by the end of the day, I'm freaking tired right now. Chris has Nick entertaining him so I can do the podcast. It's been, that's why we haven't gotten the podcast out on time. It's just so hard to schedule recording and everything where Nick isn't very loud in the background or I'm being interrupted. And it's just a lot of, you know, planning around that. So it's, it's been hard to, to get, my head in the game and stuff done with everything going on. I'm like consumed with what's going on in the world.
1: It is, very consumed. overwhelming. I was consumed with all that stuff. And a couple of days ago, I'm like, I have to stop. Like I have to stop looking at the news every day because I was waking up every morning, like obsessed with what's going on, what's new, what's happening mm-hmm. and going to bed with the same thing. And I just have to stop. I've literally been having crazy dreams every single night. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I'm I'm looking at all this stuff on the news and all this negative stuff that's going on around the world and it and we have no idea where like where this ends. Yeah, so
0: how long is this quarantine for real? But it's extended now here until April thirtieth. But I feel
1: like I don't feel like school's going to go back then. I feel like it's, it's not. No, go school. I think going school's back. done because California already stopped. They're not. They're oh, done for the
0: year. Which I feel terrible because Nick loves his school. He loves the tiles on the walls of his school. He would be so upset if he didn't go back to that school because next year he goes to junior high. He's going to be going to a whole new school next uh, year. So that's he, for him not to go back to the school that he loves and start somewhere new, it just breaks my heart. I don't know how to explain that to him. That's yeah. hard.
1: Let me have more. <laughs> Tito's and cranberry <laughs> pomegranates. So, uh, how's the dating going, Erin? <laughs> yeah. So, first of all,
0: I just have to say, because you're single, you're a beautiful. Girl. First of all, you, you guys don't know Erin. If you follow her, um, what's your social media handles? Oh, um, well, my public one is Burlap and Glitter. I'm not very active on there. It's more design oriented. I don't post a lot of personal stuff there, but. You're private which you're probably not going to add a lot of people, but you should. I'm I'm private because I have my son on there. There's a bunch of creeps and weirdos. And I, I just don't want to feel restricted to what I have on there. So you're on that one is lore. Lore Vegas, lore Vegas. And you probably but want don't to add- bother adding me. <laughs> <laughs> I will decline you. So don't bother. No, but Erin is, um, and I post to her sometimes and so does Jill and she's a beautiful girl. And you know, she's got her shit together. She has a really good job. She has a beautiful house. She has a beautiful car. She, she doesn't need a man to take care of her, but she's looking for a great man to like share her life with and everything. And so she does date, she dates, she does online dating and all that. And now with the quarantine, how the freak are you doing (laughs) doing that? And God, I don't know I just don't even want to talk about, I, I still want to talk about online dating because I never got to do that. That wasn't around when I was single. So that would have been interesting. So, Tell us a little wow. bit. I know you would have loved it. Well, you know, the online dating, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because you have the opportunity to meet someone who you ordinarily wouldn't meet bumping into in the grocery store or, you know, hiking on a trail or something like that. So it kind of puts you out there and, you know, Although Vegas is kind of small and it's a valley, we all kind of maintain our bubble. You know, I don't really leave the area that I live in, work in, you know, play in. So mm-hmm. it's nice to meet people on the other side of town. So that's the advantage of the online dating. The disadvantage of it is just kind of the culture that it created, this this swipe right culture, you mm-hmm. know, of you know, we're no longer meeting people organically. And even if we do. If it doesn't work out, we're so quick to just kind of discard them because we know we can just hop online on our phone, pull it out of our pocket, and we've got five other people in there, you know, and... And Thank you, next.
1: (laughs) Thank you, next. Exactly.
0: And, you know, with most of the profiles, it's, you have like three sentences to describe yourself and then like eight to 10 photos. So the emphasis is on looks. And with all of these websites and and apps, you can't go on to the next one until you've swiped left, which is reject, or ye- or right, which is yes. So you have to choose before you can even move on to the next. Oh one. shit! So I think a lot of people swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. I'm just gonna make then... myself another drink while you're talking. Go ahead. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so I think a lot of people just swipe right, uh, and then you know they can add them to their queue, and then they can figure out if they want to. You know, continue that conversation later. So, you know, it's a blessing and it's a curse. Um, I'd say the majority of the people that I have actually had relationships with, although they've been on the dating websites, I've met them through friends or they've reached out to me um, on Facebook because what I realized. Yeah, I was going to say, like, normally, like in the past, you would meet people that know people through people, you know, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So it's sort of the same with online. It's like, you're still looking for people online that know people, you know, have mutual friends or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and it kind of already have your interest because you put all that down on the dating site. So you kind of already know if you guys have the same interests and blah, 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 but you can't, yes. they're telling the truth. You can't go buy pictures because they might look hot in a picture, but like everybody adds filters and whatever. So like they're not as hot in person or maybe someone is not as hot in a picture, but when you meet them in person, they have that like swagger, that energy, that chemistry that you wouldn't have found had you not given them a shot. So that's, what's hard about that. Because Some guys to me, sometimes when you meet them, they might not be the cutest good looking guy, but they have this like sense of humor about them, the swagger, like something about them that like attracts you that you wouldn't have normally, like if you saw that in a picture, you'd be like, not my type. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's what I hate about the online dating is it's all focused on looks. And then, you know, you, you have a little bit of communication and then it moves to text message and then phone calls and then going out. But the focus on looks for me personally doesn't really work because you guys both know. I mean, I share with you all of my dating and I have, you, you both yeah. kind of literally have known everybody that I've dated since I've started dating is the good thing. So, I mean, with these guys, for me, it's personality. For me, I yeah. need someone who is witty, who, uh, you know, has good communication, who makes me laugh. Like those are the things yeah. that make me fall in love with somebody. Yeah. And I can't tell that right away on a picture. So I might accidentally Swipe left on someone who's an amazing candidate who if I had met organically in person I would be like wow this this guy's something special But I pass by him because he's just not photogenic or his pictures are lame like a lot of guys have Really lame pictures. It's what i've noticed (laughs) is on these dating websites These guys are like, oh shit i'm dating I need to upload photos and they literally go around their house They're wearing the same outfit and they take selfies at different points in their house. And that to me, it looks weird. So when I see it, I'm like, okay, every Either single photo really is a selfie. Like that shirt or <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm like, do you have no friends? Has no one else taken a photo with you? Have do you never yeah. go out? Like I'm like yeah. red flag, serial killer. Here's hi. me having fun. I can cook. Here's me having fun. I can like do yard work. Like here's me having fun. I have no shirt on because I'm working out. <laughs> <laughs> well and that's a whole thing too is you know the the gym selfie the the, the shirtless picture that yeah. the guys post so I typically avoid the guys who have only selfies and they just seem really narcissistic and really in themselves um like I said for me it's personality I would rather have someone who is average or even less than average in looks but has a killer personality yeah that's, Oh, that's a much better combination for me. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, we're all going to be wrinkly and old yeah. and look like shit. So I want to be with yeah. someone who I can have a conversation with. It's and happening to me now. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> happening <laughs> to all like, of us. Gravity. Gravity for my ass isn't benefiting you. Do I still have a charming personality to keep up with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why people end up getting divorced. Because... And I know because I'm dating the divorced men. That's the majority of who I'm dating. And so when I hear their stories, it's always they got married young and they married for the wrong reasons. They all were too caught up in looks. They were, I don't know, looking for different traits and attributes that that weren't really important, that aren't going to sustain a relationship long term. So when the looks fade and that person annoys you, because let's be honest, at the end of the day, Whoever you're with is gonna annoy you at some point. Right. Yeah. All those yes. things you find charming in the beginning and like, oh, that's so cute. Later you're like, that fucking gets on my nerves. Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And I'm going through that now. <laughs> I love that about you. No, I hate that about you. Why, are you so
1: why do you keep yeah. asking me if I still love you? Yeah, I, why, <laughs> why are you breathing? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Why are you You're touching breathing me? Out. Stop touching me.
0: I love that you had, wanted to have sex all the time. Now I'm like, why do you want to have sex all the time? <laughs> and see, as a single person, I'm like, you guys are so lucky because you, you know, you don't have to go out there and you don't have to look
1: for that that Intimacy, you know, there's good ha- and bad about both because you know I yeah. was single for a long time after I got divorced. There's good and bad about both. It's they're they're both hard.
0: Yeah, the grass yeah. is not greener on the other side. Like I, I I see like a lot of single people are like, God, I wish I was married or whatever. But then I know a lot of married couples that are like going through their shit too. So it's like, really, you know, you got to be happy where you are in the moment and enjoying it and like. You know, dating, getting to know people, and do, you know what I mean. Like, don't think like, oh, I want that. When then, when you're in that, it's like something else. It's always something. So, like, I don't know. It You just have to enjoy whatever you're given at the time. Yeah, and I think a lot of women get caught up in that because they date with an idea in their head of an outcome. Right. Right, And I don't date with an outcome. I'm like today I like this guy, we're having fun, he's cool. I don't have in my head of we're in a, a year from now we're gonna get married this right. not. I'm, I don't date with a goal in mind. Right. At, at no, this age. no
1: expectations.
0: Right. No expectations. My expectation like, is I, I just want you to day. be normal right. Just have fun, take me out, let's this entertain, let's laugh, let's have sex, let's have a good time. like I don't <laughs> even pick out curtains with you right now. Let's just have a good time together. But then it's like the first fight, that's what I worry about online dating is like the first fight you have. It's like, instead of working through it, you're like, eh,
1: let me just swipe right or left or whatever. That's not even online dating. It's social media. It's everything. If if it doesn't work out, there's someone else on the back burner always. It's like, there's always somebody well, there. Yeah. And that's the mentality that we live in.
0: You know, our grandparents and even our parents, I, they stuck yeah. through it. Yeah. What'd you do? You know? going on. She needs a potty break, but you know what I'm saying? Like when something was broke with our grandparents, they didn't just throw it away. They glued it. They fixed it. Exactly. You know, they figured out what the problem was. And you know, Jill, you know, I've talked about this a million times. It's like that it's
1: stick-to-itiveness, you know, that's not a real word, but they, they just don't have that. I like it. It's like um, you, the grass is not greener on the other side. You're still going to have the same problems or different problems, but there's always going to be problems with somebody. So, absolutely. But there's also people that have that problem. They like that newness, that honeymoon stage, and they don't, as soon as that's gone, they're like, eh, I'm done. Yes, I've definitely experienced that. But as
0: soon as the initial euphoria, if you yeah. will, that, that first right. You know, I'd say three to four months wears off, and things start getting a little bit more real. People start becoming a little bit more comfortable. You know, I really feel like it takes about a year. I say for a you year to too. really get to know somebody, year, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always say yeah. a year
1: every season because people
0: can hide their freak That's... for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can hide their freak. I mean, no. I'm still holding mine, so <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. yeah. Jill, you're literally in a closet right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty out there. I'm pretty out there, but. Wait, you guys, I gotta go get another drink. I can't continue any longer, so <laughs> that's why I got yeah, my picture right here. I'll be right back okay. all right all right, we'll wait for you wait till you see what
0: my picture looks like. I'm gonna bring it in the closet yeah, a whole other drink. oh my God, no, but I- yeah, we were just saying like that's that's what happens is like people you know the first sign of a problem people just throw up their hands, right, especially so guys when you're married you you sort of are like. Forced to work through different issues that you have. You know, you you have more tolerance to work through stuff. When you're single, it's like, why am I dealing with this? Like, let me just next, you know? And they don't really then they always end up back. Like I have to say, even every single ex you've ever had has wanted you back. <laughs> they always mm-hmm. try to come back. I know. So which crazy. is frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating because I'm I tell them, I'm like, listen, good luck. Good luck to you finding a replacement. Yeah, because I know, I know what I bring to the table, yeah. and you have a lot. I of give a hundred. Yeah, give a percent. Right, you have your own career. Your your beautiful house, beautiful car. You're a beautiful girl. You have an awesome son. You have an amazing personality. You're hilarious. You're smart. Like. I think guys get intimidated by that. And when they don't feel like they're the ones that rule or have control, they're just like, Ugh, I can't handle <laughs> it. Yeah, which is yeah. something that I hear a lot that I'm intimidating. But really, guys should be looking for somebody like me because right. I, if I'm dating you, it's because I genuinely like you because I don't need your bank account. Right. I don't, you know me, I don't have anything expensive, I don't have any name, brand, anything. You um, could if you wanted to, you're, I could, if I wanted to, I could buy it myself. I mean, I'm just, I'm low like maintenance. Like yeah. You're <laughs> she, Aaron was born. You know, what's funny. Aaron was born the day before me, but many years uh, later and <laughs> her son was born a day after my son, uh, CJ. That's mm-hmm. so crazy. Yeah. And my son's due date, was the day that Nick was born? Nick was born.
1: Yeah. Wait. So, what sign are they?
0: Uh, Taurus and we're Taurus. The boys, I know what Gemini. you guys are. Gemini. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't feel like my son fits the Gemini. I mean, I'm not big into like horoscopes yeah. or anything like that. But Mine I don't either. I don't know. Yeah, both yeah. of our boys are just—they're very sweet, so and laid back and chill. Yeah, they're both—they're both actually very much similar. Yeah. When I think about it Like when I look at CJ I'm like I hope that's how my son is
1: When he's yeah. when he's CJ's age very chill He's, just he's chill, so chill Easy going
0: Just goes with the flow Like gets along with everybody Likes everybody Like doesn't talk about anybody He's just private And you know He's so yeah. very respectful What I love is that He can talk to adults And he can talk to You know it's, Children oh And he's amazing with Nick Oh my god I so know nimble. That's my favorite CJ, they call him the child whisperer. He can like get along with any child. Like he, they call him the child whisperer. But yeah, he's amazing. So with Nick. He, he
1: is, he has more control over Nick than I do. <laughs> he's so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Because he has patience and he's yeah, a guy he knows, and it's it's different. I
0: get him under, like Nick can work me like anything. I give in to Nick all the time. I'm just like, I'm your servant. We're but like, that level of patience isn't common for a teenage boy. No. Yeah, you're right. He's like, he's so good. He's very mature, I think. Look, I, I think you did a good job
1: you. on thank all your Good babies.
0: job, mom. Good job. Thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> um, now great kids. But, um. So cheers, guys, to our girls' night. Cheers. Cheers <laughs> to our virtual happy hour. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture. I, how do oh you God. do it? Hold your drink, Let me you cover my face. face. Wait, I don't know how to do it i don't either and you get to see my These horrible are nails what's the code that you use for the the um my face cover <laughs> wait wait i'm gonna cover my face too hold on jill you're like black you're like full on I know. Full shadow I, I tried moving it hold on let me go this way yeah so dating so dating during quarantine yeah how is that tell us some like some fun stuff sometimes let's get to the nitty-gritty of this (laughs) you guys already know the fun stuff
0: I I keep you guys updated daily during this quarantine I can probably guess how many guys are like send me nudes fuck that do not send
1: nudes do you guys think we want that like balls are not attractive Balls. yeah yeah nothing,
0: nothing down there is attractive. That's, that's the difference between men and women. Women don't find that attractive, but men want to see all men are visual. And that
1: is just not good looking on a man. It's not something that we want to see.
0: I don't trust to give them
1: that stuff because they could use it against you. When that first happened to me after I got divorced, I'm like, what people do Mm -hmm. this? Like Mm -hmm. I never responded. I was so freaked out. Yeah. It's just disrespectful. I mean. You know, someone shouldn't
0: be asking you that. If you like, choose to share that with your husband or boyfriend, it's different. I get the FaceTime. Uh, like, I've done, like, FaceTime things. With but you're
1: married. It's yeah, different you when you meet what? someone even on social I'm media. Married,
0: even though I'm married, he has them on his phone, like, things. And it's like you never know if that gets out somehow. Like, no, I don't know. I'm not. Confident. Yeah, but when you're dating and you do that on FaceTime, they can take screenshots. And then... I know that's what I'm saying. So what do you do?
1: Yeah, but that's your husband. That's different. That's what we're saying. We don't want to do that when you're just dating somebody because you don't trust them. No, if I run for political office one day, I can't have that <laughs> stuff floating around. <laughs> Wait, are you? What would you do? What would you do in this pandemic? Please tell. Oh my gosh! So what
0: happens? What's happening with online dating right now during the quarantine? Um, actually, it's flourishing because people are so (laughs) bored. Oh, they want to go online and they want to meet somebody. Personally, I like it because I like that emotional connection. You know me; I could talk, text. I want you to send me funny memes all the time. I like that banter and that wittiness back and forth. You want to so it kind of. I love it. Yeah, that's that's the way to my heart. But, you know, so it kinda of forces these guys to interact because we can't really meet, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, a few have suggested but I'm like, well, what, we're gonna meet with our mask and walk our six blocks. feet apart. Like yeah. <laughs> So out of
1: you masturbate over there, I'll masturbate over here. (laughs) Do you have like Do you have like a list where it's like, okay, this would be my number one, this would be my number two, this would be my like? I mean, how do you, how do you do this? It's more like I guess
0: like a a or one day you're more
1: or one day you're more into this guy, and the next day you're more into this guy, depending on your hormones and how they're acting. Like how does this? Work? I think it depends on, like
0: for me, I'm pretty traditional. I let the guy do the majority of the work in the beginning. Um, and I enjoy being feminine. I think there's power in our femininity. So yeah. for me, if someone is inconsistent, that's a, as you guys know, <laughs> that's a huge <laughs> turnoff for me yeah. because when someone's inconsistent, that's the first sign of someone not being interested. Yeah. So for, sure for me, daily that, uh, girls are so simple and guys don't fucking get it. Girls, mm-hmm. all they need is a little attention. Like you can do whatever you got to do. As long as you're texting the girl and you're like, I was just thinking about you and you're so pretty and that's all girls
1: want to hear. You're so But the pretty one pretty thing I know about a lot of can't stop thinking about you, that's all. That makes you happy all day. You're like good. The one thing I know about men is if they want someone, they will not give up. They will not they will do anything they can to be with you. So if there isn't consistency and they're not texting you back and they're not they're they're not giving you the attention that you need let him go. Bye. Yeah. And I've, Guys I've like heard you, Jill, and I followed your advice with that. And,
0: and yeah, it's not natural. If a guy, if I'm doing the pursuing, first of all, ew, that's, yeah. that's just gross. That's a turn off, and it should change. be emasculating. Yeah. Right. Guys like to chase. Girls like to be chased. So like, if you're the guy and you're with a girl, you need to chase her, make her feel like you're You know what I mean? The girls want to feel like they're loved, that they need you. We want to be treated like queens. What is so wrong with that? I I remember when... Bottom line, girls want to be adored. We want to be adored. We want a a certain amount of attention. And for each girl, it's different. For me, I like the daily interaction. The morning, the good morning text means Mm -hmm. so much to me. The phone call at the end of the night. That's a morning. I mean, you guys know my... Yeah. <laughs> you guys know my little test. Remember I'll like text you and I'll be like, he didn't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, And you know, I like it when, if I, if we're leaving the date, someone says, call me when you get home. Like for me, that means a lot yeah. because that means he cares about me. And I just feel like it's just a, a gentlemanly thing to do. Be a gentleman. Yeah. Be sure. a gentleman, be
1: chivalrous. It's not dead. It will get you so much farther. And if they uh, are, 100- if you want a genuine woman. It, well, if straight. they're into you, they're for sure going to do that. That's and the if, thing. If they're into you, they do that naturally. You don't have to persuade think, them. I think we think in our head, we make excuses for them. They're like, oh, he doesn't want to text me because of this, or he he's doing this because of that, or da, da, da. But that, it, no, it's none of that. Yeah. If he wants to be with you, he is going to pursue you because that's what men do. They pursue Girls like chase. to be
0: chaste, and guys like to chase. So if a guy yeah. chases a girl, the girl's open to it. She'll be open to it. When I broke up with... We we're. Chris and I were broken up for a year when we, after we had dated like three years and he kept at the time, we didn't have texting. We had like paging. So he would page me. He would send me cards. He would show up at my work. That's what got me wanting to be back to be with him. Cause I'm like, look at him. He's like, he's really trying. He loves me. He's trying. He wants to be with me. He's like chasing me. If he wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have been back with him because I'm such a stubborn, tourist bull. Like I would have been like, "Fuck you forever." Yeah. Because he chased me, I was with him again. Like, because it's the courting.
1: Yeah, that's that's what we need.
0: We want the courting, and in this day and age, sometimes it gets reversed. There are women who are proposing to men, and I just don't get that. I'm like, nowhere in history of anything has that ever been the way. Girls need to know and remember. (laughs) The sperm chases the egg. Okay? Yeah, it's not the right. other way around. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We
1: drop our egg. Amen, sister. Red butt. <laughs> 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 <It's red laughs> I know. It no, is. I'm
0: kidding. Like That's exactly
1: the same thing with Hugo and I, though, Jacqueline. When I first met him, I was not interested. I'm like, who the fuck is this douchebag? Like, leave me alone. I don't <laughs> care how attractive you are. Like, I was such a bitch to him for months. And then finally, and so he always says, like, Remember when you weren't into me? Remember when you didn't want to be with me? And I'm like, Well, you forced this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like, it literally would have never happened. It wouldn't have. That's how But I that's feel. why it worked because yeah. he chased
0: you. Yes. You and he won you over. He won the conquest. So that's why it works for both men and women. And when those mm-hmm. traditional roles are switched, something's not right. Yeah. It just doesn't work when the woman is pursuing the man. So if you are the one you're a woman and you are putting in the majority of the effort, if you are initiating most of the contact, if you're planning the dates, something is wrong. It it should not be that way. You're either with a a wuss, you know, I don't say the P word, you're with a wuss or, you know, you're just with someone who's not interested in you and they have you on the back burner. So either way, you need to move on and find a real man because a real man will plan dates with you. Real man will show up, will be consistent, will not stand you up. And you will never question where you stand with some or man's true intentional feelings for you if he is genuine about it. So if you are ever questioning, does he like me or not? The answer is no. I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you the answer is no. You should never question it. Yeah. Yeah. Because a real man wouldn't want to lose you. But you know what's funny is like you do that. So say like they're not chasing you. So you end it. And all of a sudden they're like stalking your social media and they're like, look, you know, they're all of a sudden they're looking, but they're not acting. Because they're not it. sure.
1: They're not sure. Is that why? I yeah. think I
0: feel like it's part of, they're not sure. Like, you know, is she mad. mad at me? Yeah, Can I reach like, out? They
1: it's because yeah, they're, they're not sure. They gotta
0: reach out. They gotta like, go for no. it. Like, they're, girls will they're, most likely respond in a positive think, way if a guy, you know. Always. A, a girl is always going to respond. If you, it, you know, if you didn't do a, a girl dirty, if you didn't like, was a complete a-hole, then she's going to respond and say, and, you know, I don't know. Think back to your, to your dating life and to your friends. If a guy was like, we're super, super persistent, you know, even if he was majorly in the friend zone, you would consider it. Cause you would be like, wow, this adoration, this, this attention feels really good. You know, if you treat someone with respect and you are pursuing them and you are like, you know what, I'm I want you no matter what, I want to work this out, then that's that's what every woman wants. You know, yeah, that's how guys. you get out of the friend zone, gentlemen. Yeah, you know, guys, you don't, don't have foolish pride, like go for it because that's what makes a girl feel needed and wanted. And you know. Yeah. So. I mean, you guys know there's there's been people that I've dated where I'm like oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing X, Y, and Z and I've pulled back. And that pull back is, you know, basically a test. It's like, okay, well, if I pull back, are you going to come forward? Exactly. You know, right. if I and when back, they don't. If I are going to try? And if they don't try, you're like, okay, I guess I got to move on. Yeah. If they don't try, I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you answered my, right. my nonverbal question. Right.
1: <laughs> I know. It is. It's, like, it's
0: a constant game. The cat and mouse game, right? I hate it. I know it's always like that. But even in a relationship, even being like a married woman, it's like that. With Chris and I, like if I am like very get very comfortable with him, and I'm like catering to him or whatever, things are good or whatever. Then he it it gets complacent or whatever. If I pull back a little, then he starts chasing, and then it's like it's always that I like that attention. So I'm gonna
1: do that. You know, it's always that like game of like. Give a little bit of Yeah, it only lasts for like two weeks though, and then they're back to their normal selves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a constant game, whether you're <laughs> married or not, you gotta like play the game.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the push and pull. I mean, definitely the, the games everyone, are still there. Everyone wants to feel loved, everyone needs the attention and stuff like that. So, like with the online dating now, I mean, so you're getting to talk to more people because people are wanting to get to know people. So now's a good time where you don't have to meet up with people. The pressure's not on to like see people and date, but it's more about your personalities and seeing if you connect that way. Yeah, which I love because I would rather, you know, I was trying to explain this to my mom because she was like, well, you know, this has got to suck dating during quarantine. I said, not actually, because I would rather get to know their personality. I'd rather have that emotional connection and build that bond with them Because if I do the physical connection, you know, whether it's there or not, if it is there, it's that it's heightened. It's that much better. But if, if I'm, if it, if it's different and I text somebody and I'm like, yeah, let's go out. I spend the time and the effort on getting my nails done, getting my hair done, getting my makeup done, getting a new outfit, all of that effort to go out. And then I get disappointed or three dates in. I'm like, nope, he's not the one that was a complete waste of effort whereas yeah. when you talk on the phone you get to know them and in yeah. the beginning guys are a little bit less on guard they're a little bit open a little bit more open i find as to what they want you know for instance if they're willing to remarry if they want to have kids you know they don't right. they don't have much to lose you get to learn So more. yeah i'd much rather do that than spend all that time in person and listen as women i don't know how men feel about dating but it's exhausting i hate yeah going on date. I don't really like dating. I, I really don't. I, I find it exhausting. I've been dating since I was freaking 13. I want to be done story. with it. You have to tell your story over and over and over again. Yeah, I yeah. Know. You have to tell your story over Please and over have you. you have to, to tell people, your secrets. Like out and about, like we would go to a club. Jill was so funny to go out with when I was single because I would go out and somebody would approach me and I'm like open to everybody. So I'm like, hi, hi. And she'll be like, she's not fucking sleeping with you if you're buying her a drink. So, (laughs) like...
1: I think I have Tourette's I don't know there's something wrong with me she's not interested she's not going to sleep with you if you want to
0: buy her a drink buy her a drink but don't expect anything it's not happening
1: and I would do the same thing for myself you can buy me a drink but I'm not fucking sleeping with you I don't know what you want I was like what? tell me more about yourself and you're just so nice to everybody and I'm such a bitch yeah I will say Jacqueline is a
0: great wing woman (laughs) Because she will just talk to anybody. She'll she brings in the guys. She'll support you. She'll yeah. (laughs) That is good. Yeah, I'm so far removed from the club scene. Like, when's the last time you guys have been to a club? I don't know. I don't know. This was an event. I don't know either. But but I feel like the old woman there now. I'm like out of shape. I'm like don't feel hot anymore.
1: Like if I felt hot or whatever, I'd probably still go. I've never been into clubs. Like, I've literally been to clubs. I can count with both my hands. I don't, I've never really. There's times I liked it. I like lounges. lounges. I like more quaint little places. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Me too. I like a smaller crowd, like lounges or bars. Like, you can sit and talk and actually hear each other and
1: order food. (laughs) Because I feel like Mm -hmm. when you go to a club, it's like it's just a meat market. Yeah. It's like, get away from (laughs) it.
0: Yeah. See, I love the nightclubs. Growing up here in Vegas, obviously I had a fake ID and I was in the nightclubs oh much my younger God. Than I should have been. A fake ID. I never <laughs> So funny. Yeah. I did. I was pregnant and married and all that
1: when I was I know. 21. When
0: I turned 21, I had Ashley already. You know, I wasn't doing that. I would go out like once a week. I'd get to go to the clubs and stuff. And when I went to the clubs, I would get so wasted. I would have a good time. But, <laughs> but I didn't go do it that often. See, we wouldn't. We we wanted to go there because of the energy, and we just we wanted to dance. Like we would get annoyed when guys would try to come up and you know stick their privates right in your crack. Oh, you're, you're having a good time dancing, yeah. and then all yeah, of a sudden, right? you're like, what is that in my? Yeah. Mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what is that in my? i like, up against you, and it's like all hard. You're like, back up, back, back, back up. Exactly. Yeah, I love the nightclubs. I went to all of the nightclubs. I wore them oh my god out. that's funny Nothing. so by the time I turned 21 and I actually was able to go and drink well I was now like, oh. we should all do go to like do stuff like salsa dancing together we oh yeah we talked this. about that I'm doing line dancing I think that would be fun right now that is fun well, right? right now, nothing's
1: open. Not right now. Okay, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it online. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, we could probably find like an online class. Yeah, I want to do salsa
0: dancing. I want to learn how to do sexy dance with Chris. Actually, I should be learning some TikTok dances right now since everyone else is. That's you know, what I've been doing. So my son made me download TikTok really? and I've been learning season- all the different Dances. I want to do that too. And CJ's like, no, mom, I don't want you learning any TikTok dances. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Already, I'm like, I already <laughs> learned Renegade. And he's like, no, no, please. He's like, I don't want you. You don't want me to be cool and like learn all the Renegade and the other TikTok dances? He's like, no, I don't want that at all. I'm like, really? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm you like, can come do it with me and my sister because Paris he loves is- it. Mm hmm. There's all of those challenges. There's the, well, there's the shuffle dance. Yeah. There's the renegade. There's, you know, the one I love if you're on TikTok. Which one? I love the one, and I'm new to TikTok. So this is probably like four years old because I'm old and I'm late to the game, but (laughs) it's the one, I don't know what it's called, but it's the one where it has the uh, rose from Titanic. And she says, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. And oh then you see Jack going, uh-huh. And she says, wearing this, only this. And then they drop the towel and it's something funny. Oh my like, God. Like they're is in funny. something stupid. It is so dumb. And people have become really creative in what they are wearing when they drop the towel. That is and so I just, funny. i I, I crack up with that one. all up. of that if I was in shape right now. But because I feel like I'm out of shape, I don't feel sexy, I don't feel cute right now. I can't even dance because I just feel like, <laughs> like I'm not, you know... And plus, it'll humiliate CJ, but, you know, I do know the renegade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's been practicing <laughs> Show in us front right of the mirror. No. We can see you. Show, Show us. us. No one's going to see. <laughs> you see that? You see that? That's,
0: that good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Jill and I will hold up scorecards. We're like, bye. <laughs> 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 You're telling. You're telling. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Funny. I love it though. Do you guys, like, I remember being in like high school and college and thinking I will never be out of touch with, you know, current events and what's Uh cool and the the trends. I know, I said that
1: too. I feel like we are cool. What are you talking about?
0: Erin went to school with my brother and she got voted, what, most popular? (laughs) (laughs) I did, my senior year, yes. Yeah, she was voted most popular. She was like this little Barbie doll. She's like, she's still a Barbie doll. She's like the cutest thing ever. (laughs) Aw. Well, yeah, that was so weird because I was just telling a friend this the other day when when the most popular thing came out, I and I was told that I thought it was a joke. I honestly thought that like someone was playing a practical joke on me because I didn't feel like I was part of that clique. Like I was kind of friends with everybody. So I didn't see myself as popular or in in the popular. Like girls of the mean clique. Girls. Yeah, I was not one yeah, of the mean you're girls. You're not a mean girl. You're like nice to everybody. Yeah, I was friends with everybody. So I was I was super shocked um, when that happened because I didn't I didn't foresee myself as that. And I it was called most wanted. I I came home and I told my dad and he was like, wanted for what? What do they want to do with you? (laughs) Have sex with me. You know, my dad was super protective. So it was like, oh, trying to explain this. It's like, dad, I had no control over this. The the class voted. Why would they name it that though? Most wanted? Like oh, It, it oh. had to do with our yearbook theme from what I remember. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: It was most popular, but for that year, they called it most wanted. So when I had to go home and I showed my dad the thing, I would do I was voted God. most wanted. He was like, wanted for what? Who wants to do it? What do they they want to do with you? That means wanted because they won't do anything with them. Don't you get it? That's what I said. I was like, yeah, I'm a good girl. Wanted, (laughs) to touch me. Can't touch it. No, my dad, you guys know my dad. He was super protective. He was one of those who's like, write the name on the bullet. Yes. What was your dad's profession? He's actually a a clinical psychologist, but his hobby was martial arts. So anytime the guys came over... (laughs) Uh, our whole our whole garage was turned into a dojo. We couldn't even park our gr- our cars in there because it was the mat and we had the wing chung dummy and my dad had yeah. cool. samurai swords and all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. It's it's cool unless you're a teenage boy trying to date his daughter because <laughs> yeah. you come over and the first thing he would do is bring you into the garage and flip you around a few times and be like she's going to be home by 10, right? Yeah. You know. So <laughs> yeah Yeah. my dad was very intimidating we used to go hiking together we used to like I've known Aaron and Jill both like 25 plus years like probably 27 years I would say
1: yeah but the difference is when
0: you and Jill were going out I was 13 when I met you Jacqueline so when you and Jill we're going out in your twenties. I was babysitting Ashley. That's right. You were so <laughs> yeah, she was babysitting Ashley. I know. Isn't that weird how ages kind of catch up and then it doesn't seem so far apart anymore? No.
1: She's like, she's yeah. Or Jill and I went out. Jill and I. I think it's so just that. Fun. I think it's just that Jacqueline and I are really immature. So <laughs> we, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will be young forever.
0: We will be young forever. <laughs> We're mature in some ways, but immature in other ways. I think. Well, that's why we joke is like, you know, you guys raised me.
1: <laughs> so, <And> Jill, <laughs> Jill, you and I were pregnant at the same time too. Yeah. What's CJ and Shay. Yeah. CJ I think they're four months apart, right? Four months apart. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three months apart or four months apart? Well, with Shay C- was born September.
0: CJ's May 24th. Aaron. Yeah, 4 months apart. What? <laughs> Jacqueline missed the whole thing. I missed it. I just looked down and I saw Aaron. Where are you going? I'm I'm closing all my blinds, so I'm a super weird freak and as soon as it gets dark out, I close all my drapes cuz I'm paranoid. So that like, like people can see in, and you know, I'm a single, I I'm a single mom. Want people to look in? I'm like a voyeurist. Like, <laughs> I'm like Why no, you, you don't. Don't. <laughs> I'm gonna. No, you don't.
1: Oh my god,
0: you're not. <laughs> you were the most private person I've ever met, Jacqueline. I did not I know, want that. Right? I, don't. I know. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> I'm no, I took all until my drapes the TV. Then I was very open, <laughs> but yeah. So typically, I'm I'm private. That point. even though when you were on those shows, you handled yourself really well because there was a few times that I was like, oh no, the Jacqueline I know is
1: going to go yeah. buck f and wild on these people. <laughs> yeah. and you didn't. For, the first, like, three years, for the first three years, she was like, "So I'm like, who is this? Well, you
0: know what it was? They cut out my voice. Half the times I would say shit, they would edit that out. And they would never show me speaking. And it was so annoying because they would say like, oh, you're letting Caroline speak for you or this one speak for you. Meanwhile, I said whatever I was thinking, but they edited it out. So I can't even say edited it out because of my- <laughs> it was like, but, had some drinks. <laughs> I, yeah, totally. But they edit, they edited my voice out. So they wouldn't show my true reaction to certain things. They would always cut me out. And it was so fucking frustrating because they were like, let Jacqueline talk. I'm like, I'm like, why wouldn't they show what I was saying? It was so frustrating because I'm the Do you think of- that they were doing that because they they had already typecast you into this is Jacqueline's personality on the show. I guess, I don't know. Or they had something bigger that they were airing. So they didn't show what I was saying. So a lot of what I would say would be edited out. I remember that. Don't you remember that, Jill? Like I remember when you were filming that show before you even knew it was going to be Housewives. It had a different working name. Right. And you would tell me how frustrated you were with, you know, some of the editing and everything, because, you know, you had a reaction, you had a response. Right. And they made you look like an idiot or like a, like a wuss, like you had no backbone. Right. It was so annoying because I, I always speak up. I always say what I'm thinking and they would edit it all out. And that was very frustrating. Do you think you'd ever do a housewife show again or reality show? You know what? If they approached me saying, I am so happy to be away from it that it's so hard for me to think I would do it. But if they offered me the money that I was making when I left, it would be hard to walk away from that. So if it was a full-time position for a show, I would have to really think about it to know if I would do it again. But I, do I want to do it? Not really. I mean, it was a very stressful part of my life. I, yeah. I don't regret doing it because it brought so much like awareness to autism, it helped me with Nick, it helped me help others. Like there's things that it did that was very positive in my life, but do I miss it? No, it was very stressful. So no, I, I remember they would have to like approach me, give me a large sum of money, and I would have to really think about it before I would do something like that again, and that. Capacity. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I'm just it. saying that there has never been a reality show of that capacity on Bravo like that right. in Las Vegas. And this is a perfect place for that because it's the it city is. of SEN. Like whatever you're interested in, you can find. There's amazing restaurants, there's yeah. amazing shops, there's an amazing lifestyle. Yeah. There's all different levels to if that. People think of Las Vegas as like the strip. That's what they picture when they think of the Las Vegas. I've been to the strip maybe three time since I've lived here like it's not it's a totally different life outside the strip than what people think so it'd be oh absolutely people what life is like outside this this Las Vegas strip that everybody sees and thinks is like the the suburban life the family life because there is a a huge family life here yeah but I gotta uh, go make food I gotta go be a servant because that is my new job that's your new job yeah and Chris is dying to come upstairs with Nicholas and I've been making him stay downstairs with Nicholas so he doesn't interrupt the podcast because it's been so hard to film with Nick home because he's very loud and and, uh, interrupted. (laughs) uh, But that's the thing. I think everybody needs to have the support of their partners because, like you were talking about earlier, the environmental stress of everything that's going on, plus your homeschooling, plus you're still being a mom, plus you're being a wife, plus you're being a cook, you know, you need to have a moment if you want to have, you know, just some time alone or a 30 minute walk outside or, or, or something. And, you know, yeah. partners need to be yeah. respectful of each other's mental health. Chris really tech- is what it comes down to. Chris just text tech- me. Are you done? done? That's Hugo
1: just text me too. He goes, are you done? All right. Hugo's goes right, like, are you coming it. out of the closet
0: yet? Jesus. Yes. 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 All right. Let's end this. Thank Aaron. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving us some insight to online dating and I hope people follow you, follow you on Burlap and Glitter. I can't have anyone to tonight. I am buzzed. I can't even speak right now. Um, You're cut off. Yeah, I'm cut off. I'm going to go hang out with Chris now and um, thank you. Lucky
1: yeah. Chris.
0: Yeah. Well, thank lucky. you for having me on. This was, this was no different than when we uh, do our happy hours on FaceTime. Yeah. So. Except we're usually laughing a lot more. We're a little more silly. We're a little more silly, a little more, I don't
1: know, rolling on the floor, loud music yeah. playing is what yeah. I remember. I think because there's things that we really can talk about on here that we talk about when we're not yeah. recording. Yeah, we're a little like, more candid, but it's, we can get into that stuff later. Another exactly. live a totally yeah. different life than we portray. Yeah, another day. <laughs> another day when we It'll up. come out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> thank you
0: Erin with your last name thank you very much for out here and opening up I love you all okay. you. Mm-hmm. bye
1: bye 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 bye